Welcome to this podcast from the Arctic Frontiers Conference 2013. We're speaking with attendees, speakers, and members of the Young Scientists Forum about their work, their hopes, and their concerns for the future of the Arctic. This is a joint effort of the Arctic Frontiers Conference, the Geopolitics in the High North Program, and the Arctic Institute. I'm Tom Fries. I'm speaking today with Ingrid Wiedmann. Ingrid is living in Tromsø, Norway, and working there as a PhD student at the University of Tromsø. Her field of research is Arctic marine ecology. I'd also like to thank the band Loess for permitting us to use the music that you'll hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. Hi there, Ingrid. It's great to talk with you today. Uh, could I ask you to start us off by telling us about your current research or any plans that you have for the near-term future? Yes, of course. Um, currently, I'm doing my PhD on sinking particles in the Barents Sea. And um, most often when I tell this to people, they look quite astonished at me and they say, aha, interesting, and then they switch to another topic. But uh, I think it's a quite important and interesting basic research topic. Um, these sinking particles I'm working on, they are much smaller than a millimeter, and they can be either poo of small animals living in the water, or they can be like small aggregates of uh, microscopic algae, or they can be clumps uh, of rests of everything that you find in the water column. It's a bit like um, yeah, marine dust bunnies, if you want. And all these particles, they sink in the water, and uh, you can um, put out some special crabs in the sea and then collect them. And then I count them in the lab and measure their size and their volume. And in this way, I try to identify physical and biological conditions, um, which lead to many particles in the water column or few particles. And um, yeah, I also try to link that up um, if these particles serve as a food source for um, animals in the water column or if the particles sink down all the way to the bottom and um, contribute there to the carbon sequestration and the function of the ocean as a carbon sink. I'm curious, what is the most unexpected step that you've taken on your way to getting to Tromsø and doing this research? Well, um, the most unexpected step that brought me to my current place um, was probably my Erasmus um, student exchange with Norway. It was uh, more than six years ago, and then I moved from Germany to Tromsø, this uh, nice place uh, north to the polar circle. And here um, yeah, I fell in love with Arctic marine biology and um, a particular Norwegian. And since then I'm somehow stuck here, but I'm very happy with that. I can certainly appreciate that. I'm looking forward to coming to Tromsø myself next week. Let me ask you, your research has a lot to do with describing the Arctic as it is now uh, so that we can begin to think a little bit more about what the future of the Arctic might look like. When you think of an ideal future Arctic, what does it look like to you and what role could your own research play? Well, in my opinion, the ideal future Arctic is a region which is respected as a special ecosystem and not just a region which we um, use for, to exploit um, as a major shipping route or for new fishing grounds or for oil drilling. And I think the nature and the people in this area, they have adapted to the special climate over many, many years. And um, we should care of them by first thinking um, if and how we can exploit the resources in this area without destroying. I think my own research can contribute a bit to this um, ideal future Arctic by helping to get the, to give a basis for models. 
and uh, because these models they can um, give us like, um, an idea about the future productivity in the Arctic. And um, so if you may drag it quite long, then uh, you could say um, my results may help one day to um, give sustainable management for fisheries, for example, in the Arctic. Well, let's hope. That's certainly something that we'll need. Um, in terms of Arctic policy or science issues, uh, what's the most important issue that you think isn't being discussed right now? What should people be discussing that they aren't currently talking about? That's one question that I really would like people to discuss more during a conference like the Arctic Frontiers. This is um, if we really have the technology to exploit resources in the Arctic. Because I think the Arctic is far more extreme and large than most of us can imagine. Just as a very small example um, for the size, I heard um, from somebody that the German research vessel Polarstern was close to the North Pole last summer and then somebody broke his arm. And then they had to sail south for more than 2,000 kilometers to reach the next hospital uh, on the Norwegian mainland. And when I heard this story, I really doubt that right now we have the right technical and logistical solutions to handle accidents in the Arctic. And I really would like people to set aside questions like um, how many barrel oil can we exploit in the Arctic or how much money can we earn from them. And uh, first discuss uh, if and how we can uh, exploit the Arctic resources in a safe way both safe for humans that we send there to work and also in a safe way for the Arctic nature. Those are definitely critical questions. And you mentioned that you would like to see those quest that and questions like that discussed more at events like Arctic Frontiers. What do you see as the value of events like Arctic Frontiers? Why are you taking the time or the money or the energy to uh, participate in the conference? I think conferences like uh, Arctic Frontiers, they bring together policymakers and scientists and they usually um, work in two very different worlds. And I think that's really a nice opportunity here. And um, since I live all the way in Tromsø, I think it's uh, really great to um, join this event and meet all the people coming to Tromsø and um, get to know a lot of people and learn something more about uh, the Arctic. Thanks for joining us for this interview. Follow along with the series on iTunes or via our websites, arcticfrontiers.com and thearcticinstitute.org. The music you've heard at the beginning and end of this interview is from Loess, from their album Wind and Water. You can hear more on iTunes. Just search for their name, which is spelled L-O-E-S-S. -S.